Welcome to Mudflap and Palmer We're Forced to Do a Podcast, a weekly bonus bit of the Mudflap and Palmer Show, starring Mudflap and Palmer. Reach out to us on Facebook or email mudflapandpalmer at gmail.com. Now, against their will and most people's wishes, here are Mudflap and Palmer. Well, hey guys, and welcome back to episode number 29 of the Mudflap and Palmer Reports to do a podcast podcast. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, now when we get to 29, like a lot of people do when they get to the nines, we're just going to say, oh, it's episode 29 again and again and again. Oh, so we're not going to age this after no. this? <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of proud that we've gone as long as we have. So probably not going to do that. We're the but, only uh, ones who are proud about that. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. At this point, you know, at some point you go, all right, are we done? Are we over this? And you go, maybe kind of a little. And then you go, no, we're, we're, we're this far in. We might as well just keep going. Why not? <laughs> See how far we can take it. Episode 29 and welcome to it. Thank you all so much for uh, downloading and listening wherever you download and listen. We appreciate you. Now, last week on episode 28, we did a worst of the worst, which is we picked three categories where we talked about the worst. The worst, uh, what was it? The worst. Uh, this It feels like, honestly, it feels like we did that podcast about four months ago. I don't remember what we did. It was. I just know that we did the worst. Oh, worst parenting errors. Worst movie. Worst movies, and then the worst country music that was on the radio right now. Yes. Those were the three worst. Now, we're going to do kind of a flip the script thing, but we're not going to do the same categories. We are going to do bests, which is, in our opinion, what we feel are the best whatever. And we have three categories that we're going to do. We will start with, uh, we'll start simple. We'll start with the best ice cream flavor. Now, this does not count things that you put on top of ice cream. It's this just the ice cream just itself. Just the ice cream itself. Mine's going to start a fight. All right. Go ahead. You want me to go ahead first? I do. All right. I'm going to go with mint chocolate chip. Why would that start a fight? Because a lot of people just say it's like eating toothpaste. Really? Yeah. A lot of people hate this, and I get all kinds of flack about it. You know, hmm. whenever I do eat it. Right. And they, why don't you just brush your teeth? You know, just go get some. You know. I have never heard that. Oh, I get it all the time. Really? Yes. Because it's my go-to. I actually like mint chocolate chip ice cream. I um, do, too. It's there's not, so much hate to it. It's not a go-to, but when somebody else in the family gets it, I'll eat it and I'll enjoy it. But it's not something that I go looking for. Uh, but at the same time, I'm fine with it when I do eat it. Yeah. Mine is butter pecan. Oh. No? No, I'm not a fan of that. I was on your side. I, I can't you should, be. You, you should be on my side on I, this. I can't be on your side on this. <laughs> there's a long-standing tradition whenever you bring up this particular ice cream that, yeah. in which I go, that's... Hot garbage. I, you say that about just about everything that I eat on the regular. Yeah, kind of. It's but butter pecan. I just love the flavor of it. I just to me, it's like I know it's a lot of people's favorites. But pecans are big for those folks that don't know. Pecans are big around here. We have a pecan festival which just passed a week and a half ago. Happens every November. Um, there. Then here in South Carolina, it, we do call it pecan. Yeah, not pecan. It's pecan. Yes. And uh, the it's. A big industry here with, you know, pecan sellers and they do chocolate covered pecans and whatever. But for me, butter pecan is better because it takes a little. If you step back, I get a lot of people like pecans. I, I do. I'll nibble on them. I do. But there, there's a little, a slightly bitter taste to them. Yes, there are. Okay. And it's almost a mouth drying taste. Right. Especially if you've got a little bit of that skin left on there. 
uh, it will it will kind of magnify I just, that. I just keep that between the cheek and gum. <laughs> the um, fact of the matter is, for me, butter pecan kind of mellows that bitterness out and gives you the best of the pecan along with the ice cream. Also, do you remember, and I don't know why we had this, but it was a bad, bad idea. Back in our old radio station, we worked across the street. There was a period of about a year where in my office, they had these plastic containers from Young's Pecans. Oh, yes, I do remember that. Pecans. <laughs> they were just there for anybody. It was terribly bad. I think I gained a lot of my weight right there. Yep, I do remember that. Because I, I could not. Because they just kept bringing them in for yes. some reason. I don't know. I don't know who brought them. I Which don't know why I'm they were there. Not opposed for them to continue to do that. Yeah, if they would like to do that again, sure. I can put on a few pounds back on. I mean, seriously, that was ready-made snacking that I didn't need, but I wasn't hating. And he's a snacker. I like a snack. Yep. So that was something. Again, it's not something that I want to go back and buy, only because I know that that would be because you a, already, gate, a gateway drug. You already got it for free, so why would you go and buy it? And that. Yeah. And that. And there's always hopes that we'll get it for free again. We're, we're not. We're not begging, but no. You know, but but please. Like to sponsor the podcast with you know chocolate covered pecans. Feel free. We're fine with that. I'm more than fine. <laughs> All right. So those are our best of. Yours has been chocolate chip, uh, and mine is butter pecan. Now, just as an uh, extra innings kind of thing, do would you or do you in a, in the best scenario put anything on top of that? No. Or do you just go, nope, this is it? Um, no, I, the only thing I really put anything on top of is when I eat chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I'll put some like whipped cream and a, and a cherry or something sure. like that. But yeah, for the most part, I'm pretty plain. The The only other thing that I eat with stuff that's already on it, you know those Shoney's you know, cakes that they have the ice cream in, in the middle of it? Yes. The, yeah, those are so good. They are good. Yeah. So. I love an ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the only one in my family that really does, but I do love ice cream cake. And that comes from growing up on Long Island. We had Carvel up there, which was the best ice cream shop in the history of ever. Yeah. And they they're, were they're like really on good. every street corner. And you can actually go to Harris Teeter and get like their ice cream cakes. They're in the freezer there. But I wish we had Carvel shops down here because that was the best. I remember being in the Boy Scouts, they took us on a tour of the local, one of the local Carvel shops. And they said, and hey, here's where we make, you know, Whaley the whale cake and this and that and whatever it it's was. like, we don't want a tour. We want to sleep here overnight. Yeah. Well, they did give us samples, so <laughs> there was a win. There would be nothing left in the morning. <laughs> Love me some Carvel. Love me some ice cream. But those are our best ice cream. Now, on to our second category. What is, in your mind, the best Tom Cruise movie? Oh. He's got literally 40 years of movies out there to choose from. Some not so great, some really awesome. I mean, I could probably pick a top five that I would be perfectly happy to change out the top slot. There's so many. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess for me and me personally is his role in Mission Impossible. Um, And I love those movies. The first one was really good. Ethan Hunt. Yep. I I love those movies. Uh, Hands down. A close second would be A Few Good Men. Oh, you know what? I even forgot A Few Good Men, although that is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. But that the one that I find myself revisiting, the one that I go back to, the one that nobody around me understands why I go back to it, is the uh, movie Vanilla Sky. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. I know. Because I, I think that's one of the worst Tom Cruise movies. I'm, basically, I'm going to say it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. 
I hated that so much because every time you thought they were like progressing, it never really <laughs> progressed. It had some false endings and this and that, and a lot of it was kind of left up to your interpretation. So there wasn't a straight through line through the story where you go, oh, that's what happened. There was a lot that was left open to the interpretation. So hard to follow. Love that movie. I'm, I'm so Vanilla sorry. Sky. I can't believe that's your number one. Great soundtrack. I mean, but if I had to choose a close second that I could swap out, A Few Good Men would be that. Uh, other ones, I mean, I thought Top Gun Maverick was fantastic. The Firm. Uh, the Firm is one I almost chose. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. The Firm, he's really, really good in it's that. It's one you just get sucked into really quick, and there's actually a line you can follow. It's my wife's fall asleep movie. She'll put that okay. on because the music is kind of cool, and she'll put it on, and we know every word to that movie. Yeah. Every single so, word to that movie. So, so good. But, yes, um, Tom Cruise. I'll tell you one that I've never seen, but it's popping up on my Netflix suggestions, is Oblivion with Morgan Freeman and Tom Cruise. I saw that, too. You did see it? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet, but it's intriguing enough. Where I kind of want to go, I want to. I, I feel like see I've it. seen that movie, and at the same time, I feel like I haven't. It's one of those weird ones. There is another one that I really enjoyed, but I'm a time travel kind of guy. I like movies that deal with that if they deal with it well. And there was one, and I can't remember the name of it. It came out about ten years ago. Oh, you know what other one I loved? Minority Report. Yes, that was oh, a great movie. See, and I would almost swap that out with Vanilla Sky. I I loved, would swap any of these I know, out with Vanilla I Sky. I loved Minority. Report. Loved that movie. Um, but the one that I was trying to remember the name of, he and a woman are in, are like future soldiers, and they're fighting aliens, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then the time flips back, and they have to keep like reliving and he keeps, it. he keeps like dying or something? Yes. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to go look it up. But that one I enjoyed and, and would mind. And, and also, okay, let's face That's it. That's another one that just. Oh. Okay. How about Jack Reacher? I liked him in Jack Reacher. I liked him in Jack Reacher. Now I know too. it pissed off a lot of people that well, because he should have been six six and two eighty. Yeah, and, and of course Tom Cruise is like five six. But and, I thought and he was good in it. I mean, outside of that obvious casting mistake, yeah. Um, I thought the movie was good. And you know what? Also, one I, I did like was, uh, and I don't think you like this one. It's one where he played a hitman, Collateral, with Jamie Foxx, where he's driving him around the city to these different hits. No, yeah. You didn't like that one? It was all right. I liked it. It's not. In my I had top a hard 10. time looking at him with gray hair. I just had a hard time believing he's a hitman. I don't know. He pulled that one off. Mm-hmm. He pulled that one off. So all sorts of good Tom Cruise movies, including and especially Vanilla Sky. Oh, what? You just need to go talk to somebody. <laughs> just lay down on the couch. Somewhere. It's got everything going for it. It's got it doesn't great mu- great music. That's in that the movie. only that's the only redeeming fe- feature of that movie. Um. It's a mystery. You know what's weird about that movie, though? Uh, I was thinking about this just yesterday. Jason Lee, who I love, played My Name is Earl. Yes. Uh, he plays in a lot of my favorite movies uh, and is, is very likable. He plays a real jerk in this movie. I don't think he means to be a jerk, but his character is written he's, as a jerk. You know why? He's upset he's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would be upset, too. Really? Yes. <laughs> I would ask, you know, IMDb to please take this off my credits. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's a tough. That part was the tough. I know you're going to find this weird, but that was the tough part for me to swallow. Is in general, he's cast as a generally likable person, and he's just not in this movie. He's not evil. He's just kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. So 
that that, that was kind of hard. I kept bumping up against that. Not not the fact that we didn't know whether he was alive or dead, dreaming or awake, uh, why things were happening the way they were happening. Uh, none of that stuff phased me. But Jason Lee being kind of a jerk did phase me. All right, we're on to our third one. Favorite and part this, of the movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> this may be the favorite part of the podcast for you. It might be. Because we work and have worked in country music for a very long time. But... We recognize, and you know what's funny about this is people that tell you how to do country radio will tell you to be a cheerleader for the format. Don't criticize the format. Concentrate on the format. Now, it's only recently where they started going, yeah, well, maybe we should acknowledge that people listen to things other than country as well. But for the longest time, they were just like country, country, country. Yeah, you don't weird, talk about rock. Put your blinders on like yes. you were a horse in downtown Charleston. Which really puts you out of touch with the average listener because people, I don't know anybody that listens to only one type of music. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't. I can't. No. I can't. But with that said. My I think, Pandora playlist would drive people nuts. Right. And my iPod drives you nuts. Yes, you know it that. does. I was thinking about this like last night because I was actually listening to a little bit of this type of music. And I think people would be surprised if they don't know us to know that we actually do like quite a bit of hip hop and rap music. I mean, we're two white guys in, in our 50s. Yeah, we're, so. we're, not, the we're not the target audience. No. And to go back, the first time I ever heard rap, I hated it. But that's not true. What was the first rap song you ever heard? Do you remember? Probably the Sugar Hill Gang. Me too. Mm -hmm. And I liked it. Oh, but I, I didn't I think love of that, that as rap. I just thought of it as a kind of a cool song. Well, because they weren't calling it that then. Because they didn't know what it was. Right. It was just getting It was something started. so out of the box that you went, but oh, then, that's awesome. Through the 80s, I got into this very uh, hard rock, heavy metal phase. And around the mid-80s, you started having the popularization of uh, rap with LL Cool J getting on the radio for the first time. Uh, and Aerosmith doing the Run DMC Walk This Way, and the Fat Boys, and things like that were starting to get more exposure to yep. out, outside of the black community, outside of the hip-hop and, and rap community. And I hated it at first. I hated the fact that Aerosmith teamed up with Run DMC. Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, well, I, t I came around on that. Yeah. But I was such a rock fan that I went, oh, this is horrible, terrible. And I was in my young 20s, so what do you know? See, I was the outlier. My friends listened to what you listened mm -hmm. to, but I wasn't that person. I was listening to a little bit of everything, some kid and play and you know stuff like that. Um, well, you know who got me turned around on that, believe it or not, was uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. When they did Parents Just Don't Understand and stuff like that, and that became a big hit, and we, find, we found out who Will Smith was and how much fun that music was. I think that's what t started to turn me around. So it became not a big part, but a small to medium part of my musical palette. Definitely a big part of mine. With that said, and you and I have talked about this, I don't know. I think I know what some of yours are. I bet you don't. I don't think you know what any of mine are. I'm shocked you even wanted this category, to be honest I with know, because I wanted it to be yeah. different and kind of a, a curveball. But what we're going to do here for to close out the podcast is our best, and we're going to do three each, our best personal favorite hip-hop or rap songs. Okay. And I will uh, let you go first. All right. Um, mine in a clear number one. It was a good day from Ice Cube. Break them. 
That that's on my list too. That's like the best thing ever. Okay, now I'm gonna change mine around because uh, that is the these aren't ranked for me. Are they ranked for you? These three? That one's always my number one. Okay. Well, that one was in like my second slot, so I'm gonna say, and you just covered it for both of us. Uh, it's a great Cube, song. Is it, it was a good. There's yeah. a vibe to that song. There really is. There's, there's also a chill a, vibe. There's also a message behind that song. Yep. So everything about that song, I love. Uh, I, I in agreement with you a hundred percent. I love that song. When it first came out, I, I, it made my ears perk up. I went, "This is different." This is kind of cool. I really like this. All right, so what is your number, well, your second one? You haven't done yours first. Well, I'm going to say. Oh, you just want me to run through it? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say it was. Well, no, I'm just going to say that I'm going to include mine as well. Oh, okay. With that, it was a good day because we both had it on our list. All right. Um, It is still Dre from Dre and Snoop. Okay. Nah, nah, nigga. Guess who's back? I'm not going to argue that. I actually just heard that the other day, and I was jamming to it. I was I was kind of digging it. I like that song. Yeah, I mean... Not going to hate. It's hard not to like that song when you hear it. There was a time, and my younger brother was was into it for a while, when Dre and Snoop Dogg and those guys in the uh, uh, late 80s, early 90s started. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was into that, and I it was one of those things where I went, really? Is this? And then I went, actually, I kind of dig this. There was a lot of stuff that they put out, you know, uh, Dre Day and, and the and the when Dre and Snoop would get together. Nothing but a G thing. Yes, gin and juice, stuff like that. I was a big, I, I, I won't say I was a big fan, but those songs that would catch my attention from hip-hop and, and rap, those were among those. Okay. Okay, my second one is, I'm going to go with Dre as well, but this is Dre and Tupac and California Love. Video's great. Can't argue that. Video's fantastic. They closed out the Super Bowl with that. Yep. The halftime show. On top of that, it's just a solid jam. You cannot sit still when that song is on. It will get you moving. It will pump life into your dead body. It's that. I remember the first time I saw it, I was actually asleep, like taking an afternoon nap. And I left MTV on back in the day when MTV actually played videos. And they debuted that song. And I woke up. And I went, what in God's name is this? This is so good. And I was such an immediate fan of that song. Dre is so solid when it comes to this stuff. And I know you hate biopics, but that Straight out of Compton movie was fantastic. It was really, really, really good. The story of Dre and all those guys and how they got started. You're not a fan of biopics. I am not like on it. any level. On any level, even of, of fans that you like. Yeah, I just... Uh, it's, not a, it's not a format that you enjoy. Because I just know what's going to happen. Right. You know. Um, that being said, that movie was really excellent. So my my second of the three is California Love from Dre and Tupac. What's your number one? Or, well, your third. My third one is Straight Outta Compton, NWA. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to argue that one either. Again, for the same reason. is is like, and I discovered NWA late. I, did I ever tell you that I ran into them? You, I know. I've not heard that story. 
I was in Virginia, and I went to the I, in Harrisonburg, Virginia. We lived nearby in the Shenandoah Valley, and at the time, there were practically no black people in the valley. It was just white people and the occasional Hispanic, and that's all you ever saw. And I went to the mall, and I see these a couple of very large black men in these silk jackets, and I asked somebody because I didn't recognize. Them. I said, "Who is that?" I said, "That's NW. They're playing James Madison University." I went, "Really?" All right, that had a book that I bought, uh, and I tore a page out and I got the autographs of those guys uh, and brought it back to my younger brother, who of course was a fan. And uh, but that was cool. I did not even recognize them, but I said, "That's a cool story." Would Would you guys sign this for my brother? And they were like, they were very cool. They were very, and they had a small crowd around them. They were just walking through the mall, just hanging out. Which I thought, and, and like I said, I just had no rec. I had to ask somebody else who they were. But so, anyway. So I'm a little jealous. You met Dre and Ice Cube. I didn't meet Dre and Cube. I met the other guys. You met Easy. Uh No, it was the other guys. Um, was it Yella and yep. MC Ren? It was those guys. Okay. So anyway, uh, that was, uh, I, I'm, I'm a fan of those guys in general. But we've covered all three of yours. My top one. That I've loved since the first time I heard it. And no lie, this is what made me think of this category. I was just chilling around the house last night and I had my iPod on and this song came up and I just went, hold up. I usually just let the iPod run. I rewound it. I, like, I got to hear that again. And I forgot how much I like this song because it's been a while since I heard it. Is uh, The Ghetto Boys and Mind Playing Tricks on Me. It's a great song. I sit alone in my four cornered room staring at candles. Oh, that shit is on. <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. Yeah. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. What a song. What a story. That and almost made my list. It's the music in the background that they sample is so cool. I mean, there's just... Everything about that song is great. Yes! It really, really is. Now, one thing that you'll notice in our list is, well, we are in our 50s, so the stuff that we're talking about her you know back in the 80s 90s yeah it's it's if you had to, if i forced you to pick something from the, the 21st century just one rap song that you like one hip-hop song that you like uh that you would maybe even put in close proximity to the one i you actually have 50 cents uh in the club go 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 show it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sit Yeah, I love the group that period. I thought he fits so well in the halftime show uh, last year. And then I just always liked that song, period. But I forgot how much I liked that song until right. I saw it on the Super Bowl again. If I had to choose one, I'd say uh, Tupac Changes I like. Yeah, that's still that's that's, old. that's older. Um, I would say Eminem's Lose It. Lose It. Uh, the song from uh, Eight Mile, mm-hmm. uh, "Lose Yourself." I'm sorry, I, I got the title wrong. Um, but I would say that because that to me is Eminem is, is somebody that I can uh, enjoy some of his stuff. Uh, some of it I really, really, really like. A lot of it gets annoying to me because he puts on these like clown ass voices, uh, you know, and, and I'm not into that. But some of his stuff is just incredibly solid. So Eminem is, is a huge talent. Um, I like Nas. Uh, what is the song? Uh, New York State of Mind. 
That's the one. Is that Jay Z like or that. Nas? Nas. I like the Nas. Okay. Yeah, and you have to listen to that too. All right. Nas is. Uh, uh, yeah, he's he's got some good stuff. I liked Nelly. I liked Nelly when he uh, first came out. Um, I'm not really a fan of Jay Z, although there are a song or two by him that I do like. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, surprising. I think the number of hip hop songs and rap songs that you and I actually enjoy. I think that I think it's just surprised people. I mean, we're not surprised. <laughs> you know who I'm surprised you didn't mention? Who? Biggie. Uh, Biggie's up there for me. I, I know he is. I love a lot of Biggie. You're uh, always talking about that. You're like go to. Yeah, it is. Um, but as far as ranking them in the top, you only made me choose three. But uh, yes, hypnotize. Hip- uh, yes, yeah. hypnotize is, great. is uh is definitely a solid song. Oh. Uh, and the stuff that came out, believe it or not, I don't consider him a, a serious talent. Oh. No, no, not him. Not him. Oh. Uh, but Puff Daddy. There are a couple songs by him that I really, really like. It's all about the Benjamins. I love that song. But I don't really consider him a consistent talent. He's like somebody who dabbled in it and was it was not really his thing, but he was able to create a couple songs that made it his thing. And made money off. And I like Notorious Thugs from Biggie. Um, okay. That's a good one. Juicy is sure. great. So, I mean, yeah, there's just... That's why I was surprised you didn't make your top three. Sky's the Limit is fantastic. I was shocked you didn't make your top three. Shocked. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, I have a list of songs that I listen to Biggie. As, as do I. And uh, here's the message we would like to pass along is... It doesn't have to be where all of a sudden you start listening to nothing but rap or nothing but heavy metal or whatever. But you know what? Take a chance and expand your palate a little bit. Don't live. I'm all look. This I, is this, so ironic. Wow. You are okay. giving this advice. This is so ironic. How do you figure? Because you can take that concept and put it to music, but you can't do it to food. Yes. I know what I like. That that I, argument doesn't hold. It's not an argument. It is. No, it's a suggestion. No, that's his argument. Every time I say, hey, you need to try this, you need to try that, he's like, ooh, I'm in my rut. But music, you'll listen to anything because you're expanding your palate. Yes. Oh, dear God. I'm going to go drink. (laughs) Going to go drink. What don't you understand about that? I don't have to live by that precept for every single thing. You should. I think for food in general, and for those of you that don't know, I have a very narrow, very comfortable, very deep rut. (laughs) <laughs> that I exist in, that I rarely ever peer out of uh, when it comes to food. I have That's true. almost a Ron Swanson approach to food in that I know what I like. I'm not going to venture outside. Hey, here's something new. Try this. No, thank you. Oh, but you'll like it. I'm sure I will, but I like this better. And I know I like this. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so there. look, that's just me with food. Okay. Now, hold on a second. It's not. I'm not that way. I'm not in a rut for my entire existence. Well, I'm not talking about that. I made the equivalent of you I with know, your music in the food. Yes, and and it's a fair comparison. But I would say that looking at me, for example, in general, I don't necessarily have a rut when it comes to what I watch. I don't have a a rut in you know different things that I do. Mm-hmm. Of course, I have. One video game that I play, and only one, 
And please tell me more because you're just making this argument for me. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> let me, let me, okay. no, the, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. Not going to talk more about the rut. We're not talking about the rut. It's a lot bigger than he thinks it is. <laughs> Actually, it's a lot smaller. <laughs> it's very, very narrow. I have a PlayStation 4 and I play literally one game on it. I have other games. I have Madden. I have MLB The Show. I have certain other games, but how many have I played in the last three months? One. One. Call of Duty. But you know what? You'll be proud of me, though, in that I am expanding my palette there because for the last two years, I have played Call of Duty, and they just put out a new version of Call of Duty, and I went and I got it. Which so has shot me. Now. This may be the first time ever he's beaten me to a video game. <laughs> I'm playing that now. So, see, I can get away from the original Call of Duty and play other things. It's because everybody left the original Call of Duty. And I was one of the first on ones. One. Yeah. I was one of the first ones. I haven't gone back to the original to see if anybody's still playing it, but the the new one is really, really good. You should jump in just to see. I, well, I might actually be able to win for once. See? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I used to do. It's me and some, like, 80-year-old guy who also refuses to give up the controller. So, yeah, I, I, I feel him. Right here. I feel it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to episode 29. We are out of here. Have yourselves a great week. Make sure you listen to us on Cat Country 99.3 in the PD. You can listen on the app as well. Uh, worldwide, just look for WWKT or Cat Country 99.3, and you should be able to find it. That's free for you. Go to the Cat Country website. You can hear the podcast there anytime, or you can uh, listen to us live on the air Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. at catcountry99.3.net. We will see you next week for episode 30. And that's a wrap. Thanks for checking out the Mud Flap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast podcast. A new episode goes live every Friday. So check back then. If you need more of the guys, you can hear Mud Flap and Palmer in the PD on 99.3 The Cat weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. and around the world via the Cat Country app. Have a great week.